It's time for Bump and Run, the podcast all about golf. Here are your hosts, Bob and Jamie. And welcome to another edition of Bump and Run. And I am Run. And I am Bump. How is everybody doing today? And Mr. Bump, you were, uh, before we get into golf, we've got some good stuff to talk about European Tour and end of basically almost every other major tour. Every other the European Tour stops and then starts again, but right. um, we'll get into that. But you were uh, you were doing your CFL duties out of the Grey Cup. And, I was, uh, yeah. Out in Calgary, a big game. Of course, one of the biggest things that uh, of the year, big sport events in Canada. And uh, were there any good stories that came yeah, out? Yeah, we, had, had, a, few we good had a good time. We have a good yeah. time. You know, it's nothing like... Um, in 2016, when me and James Duthie were uh, kicking a football uh, as we walked home from the bar on, in Ottawa, but uh, <laughs> we, on tu- the Tuesday we uh, it was a long it was a long night. Um, and we, where did uh, you go? Where did you go? So we were first off. We were shooting early, and we finished early because we have to get everything done a couple hours ahead of time because we're we're on the time difference. So. Right. Uh, we were doing this human curling shoot with the guys, and some of the footage is crazy if you haven't seen it. It's uh, it's pretty funny. You go on inner tubes and you slide down just a regular ice, and you you try and get as close to the face-off circle as as you can. Uh, Cheryl sweeping, Bernard was with us. Yeah, it doesn't really help though. Oh, but if you, lean, I yeah. I learned if you lean back on the inner tube or push forward, it, it kind of gets you going. Oh, okay. So it was pretty fun. And yeah, Cheryl Bernard, Bernard was silver, there to help Olympic us. silver medalist. Yeah, yeah, and she runs the Canada Sports Hall of Fame. And, and she's a curling analyst, analyst for yep, TSA. And, and she's currently curling right now in the Canada Cup. She um, is. And if you haven't been in the Canada Sports Hall of Fame, it's pretty impressive. It was the first time I was there. Didn't really know what to ex- expect. You walk in, and that's we shot in that main hall. There's a main hall with all the inductees in it. And there's some pretty cool stuff there. <laughs> there really is. Um, what do they have? Yeah. Like uh, something for, interesting that's in there. In a golf, in a go, for a golf sense, they have actually sa- a copy, like Sanders Post scorecard from when she won uh, her first, her only major in her career. And I was like, I, and I asked, I said, "Is this the real one?" And they said, "Yeah." So really? that was, yeah. Uh, they have some old clubs from. Did they have anything from, from Mike Canadians Weir winning the, the Masters? Uh, they did not, uh, but Ooh, they have that's... Mike in a. They have Mike where you can call his Masters win. In their little media area. Oh yeah, that they I heard have. about that. Uh huh. Um, he was just inducted into that hall, I think, like a couple of years ago. Maybe. Yes, he was. Yeah, that's right. And he was, uh, you know, they have a club from George S. Lyon, and and it's 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 it is really cool. Like they have, there's a, you know, there's old, you know, even throughout all the sports, because you got to remember, there's like, I think they vote on inductees from like 68 sports. Wow. You know, amateur and professional. Um, are there any and curlers in there? There's some curlers in there. There's some football players in there. Any dart um, players? I don't know about a dart, but there's a George. Um, what's the? Who's the uh, Cliff Thorburn? The oh yeah, billiards guy. He's in there. Um, so That's it was cool. pretty. Pre- it was pretty impressive. But we finished early, and so there was happy hour at a place next to our hotel from three to six. So we were there from always, three to six. Always dangerous. Yeah, and then it just. <laughs> Spiraled into <laughs> debacle from there. Yeah, debacle. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to David Na- Dave Naylor. I ran into him at the studio this weekend. He said the thing about uh, going to the Grey Cup is that he says if you if you get behind early, like if you go out and party early in the week, mm-hmm. you just you have no chance of making it up. <laughs> like you yeah, can't get true. back on the, on the trail because you're you, know, you have working. to shut it down one night. And one night, yeah. you know, you shut it down one night, and then 
you know, nobody does anything Saturday because we're getting ready for a long day Sunday. So, all right, well, let's uh, let's talk a little bit of golf here. And uh, as we talk, the uh, European Tour is beginning its new season, and for the first time in a long time, there's a a Canadian full time right on the tour. Aaron Cockrell from Stony Mountain, Manitoba. Do you know what the most famous thing about Stony Mountain, Manitoba is? The Stony Mountains. No, it's uh, home of the oldest penitentiary in Canada. Now oh, the no Kingston way. Pen is shut down. Yeah, there you go. I don't think Aaron's been in there. I mean, not incarcerated. <laughs> as far just as just visiting, know. like in Monopoly, just visiting. Yeah, that's right, just <laughs> visiting. Uh, but it's pretty cool. So I had a chance to chat with him. There's a story up on uh, TSN.ca, and one of the questions I asked him, I said, "Do you know who the last Canadian to play full time on the European tour was?" A great I'm question. Throw it out to you. Do you know? Yeah, Austin Connolly wasn't full time. Yeah, not sorry, Canadian born. Born. Oh, like, okay. Because gotcha. Austin Connolly is there. Rick Gibson. Obviously. No. Give up. Hmm. Danny Mia. Stephen. Oh, Danny. What about Stephen Ames? Well, he wasn't a Canadian when he played there. He didn't oh, have I citizenship. Guess, yeah, right, right, right. So right. technically, technicality there. A couple of technicalities yeah. with him and and, and Aaron right. are in uh, Austin. But, uh, yeah, I look back, and I, wow. can, I found 1993, Danny Miovic played, and then 92, 88 to 92, I think, was uh, Rutledge. And then Jerry Anderson, who is also the only Canadian to win on the European Tour, was, like, in the mid-'80s. And he actually had this... I didn't realize this. He had the 72-hole scoring record at 27 under par, and it stood for, like, 19 years, that record. Really? Amazing, right? There you go. That Canadian is amazing. content. But um, one of the interesting things that Connolly told me was that he he went and qualified for the Corn Ferry Tour, and he got to final stage, and he you know you're supposed to be guaranteed some some uh, starts or some status, mm-hmm. and he was, but he got zero starts out of it. So that's what he got. He said he got pissed off, and that's why he went to the European Tour, right? Because he wanted to uh, with the European Tour, you can actually go from the start of Q School and get your European Tour status, which is essentially what he did, right? So I think that's why uh, why he said more guys should do that, even though it's a little bit more expensive. But um, but I don't know. I think uh, I think there should be more Canadians playing on that tour. I'm sort of surprised there aren't. Although I know there's an expense factor in flying over there to try. Right. To it's a. Uh, it's yeah. And then the actual tour itself is. Uh, you yeah. Know, you're traveling to a lot of countries. Yeah. Um, he, Kenya. Last year he was like in Kenya and Slovakia and mm-hmm. Australia and. Um, you know, all sorts he's, of places. And he's starting out in South Africa. Yeah, he was He was in... So on sun, Saturday I talked to him, he was in uh, Winnipeg watching his niece play volleyball. And two days later he was hitting golf balls in uh, South Africa. In shorts. <laughs> That's see, they're playing, in shorts. see they're playing shorts this week? Yeah. Oh, they're playing in shorts? Yeah, because it's oh, so high. I just thought it was... Uh, I thought it was just practice. Nope, they're letting oh, them go the whole way. Do you think they should let him play shorts anywhere, any, every time? Oh, I do. So why yeah. not? I don't. I don't. Th- I don't know why. I guess it's just professional, right? I guess that's what they deem professional. Right. Um, they want to make it look better. Right. But uh, you know, maybe some guys are uh, ashamed of their legs. <laughs> Can't all have calves like Phil Mickelson. <laughs> <laughs> it's always weird when you see the guys in the practice rounds. Yes. Playing with, I, I always look out there and I go, why, "Why is that caddy hitting a shot?" Oh, wait a minute, that's a player. <laughs> but then they are pretty white. Most of them are pretty white. Yeah, because they're in the sun all the time with pants on. Yeah. Uh, speaking of European Tour, uh, last week they finished their season. This week, of course, they're starting it. But last week they finished it, and uh, what a play by John Rahm. I mean, that guy's Man. he's now third in the world. It's kind of snuck up on everybody. Yeah, like he, you know, he, it's 
you know, he's been out there since, what, 2016? Mm-hmm. And I think he's got nine worldwide wins in that time. <laughs> you know, nuts. between the European Tour and the PGA Tour, and he's, you know, he's made about half, he's been in the top ten about half the time. Yeah. Um, you know, something that I don't think it gets, he gets talked about enough. Um, no, you know, we always, we all focus on Rory and DJ and Brooks and JT and Tiger and everything, like, but here he is, just, here he is just cruising in, and now he's got a race to Dubai title on his young resume. And he's taking, yeah. he's, he's really taking over that position of Brooks Kepka as the guy who gets no respect. There you go. That's what I'm going right. to him as. There you go. <laughs> but it's, it's not, you know, again, when's the last time we've talked about him? Really? Yeah, I know, really. You know, you know, he's, but here he is, you know, three, four years, nine wins worldwide, of course. So gonna, if, if he was going to win a major, which one do you think he'd win? See, I would think that the, I would think that the Masters is perfect for him. You know, hits the ball a ton, putts pretty well. Um, I think the PGA, yeah, maybe. for some reason. But um, but he's a pretty good player in everything, all conditions, right? I mean, yeah, he is. He's, and he's that Spanish hot-headed guy, too, which sometimes hurts him. Right, and, and I think he's learned to try and calm himself a bit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think it's just majors now are his next focus. Like, he's pretty much done everything else. Um, right. He's, you know, I think... You know, but the first year he won, the, he played the Masters. He was, uh, I don't know, top ten, I believe. Yeah, it's probably. And you know, he's, you know, you look at his his first Masters. You no, know, he was T twenty seven. His second Masters, he was fourth, and he was T right, ninth last year. Right. So you know, he's. We're looking at a guy who's got one, two, three, four, five, five top fifteens in majors in the last eight. Hmm. But the other three times he's been cut, so uh, <laughs> you know. But again, like this is a guy who's played, who's had a top ten in every major except the British. Remember, remember last year when he got caught on video peeing in the woods? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, poor but John. you know, again, a guy who you know look out for, right? Well, um, I don't have to look out. I mean, the guy he's he's third in the world. He's, he's only twenty five. So yeah. yeah. You know, it's just crazy that some of the some of these players have come in at so young and and win right yeah, away. There's and, been a lot you know, of them lately. Yeah. So, like, look, look at how he won his first tournament. He made that bomb on 18. <laughs> That's right. At Tory Pines. So that was crazy. Yeah. For Eagle, he's actually a delightful guy. I like talking to him. He's kind of yeah. uh, emotional. He's got some, um, you know, he's got some spring in his step. I think mm-hmm. uh, I think he's funny. He's, he's kind of enjoying himself where he is. I think he gets right. a bad rap for having a bad temper out there. Bad but temper. But listen, let's look at all the other Spanish golfers. Who They're all the same, that. right? Like yeah. Sergio's a good guy to talk to too, right? Seve was a good guy to talk to. He yeah, was a little hot-headed. Like they, they all get hot-headed, so except for except uh, for Jose Maria. Yeah, he's pretty he's, level-headed. But he's yeah, also he's boring to talk to. He wasn't too bad. And then there was, and then there's uh, Miguel Angel Jimenez. Well, he's he's gold, <laughs> the most interesting man in the world. Yeah, so exactly. he's. That I could watch that workout. I can go watch that warm-up routine anywhere. If you have it, Google Miguel Angel Jimenez. That's pretty good. Warm-up routine. It's pretty funny. So, in addition to the uh, Euro Tour finishing last week, we also had uh, the PGA Tour taking a break now. Believe it or not, and mm-hmm. then uh, the, the LPGA Tour. Let's start, start with the LPGA Tour, and um, and again, Brooke uh, finishing fourth. What a season! Two wins, yeah. thirteen. Top ten finishes, one point seven million dollars. I mean, it's like phenomenal. 
Yeah, like she's the only only golfer in the last four years to win multiple times. Yeah, um, you know, in all every those year years. in all those years. So um, it's just it's mind-boggling how she could just not move up the world rankings. Like the world <laughs> rankings are strange to me. Like here's someone that's had 13 top tens, you know, two two wins, and you know she's seventh now. She is up from what she was at the start of last year. What was but, she? At, no, the start of this year, I think she was eighth, wasn't she? Yeah. I think so. so she's moved like up one spot after right. having that kind of a year. Like it's, but you know, again, and then they 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 released the LPG. They got the bracket for the LPJ Player of the Decade, and she's the 14th seed. Well, it's been a lot of long decade. It has, but if you're, okay, well, let's. I'm just pulling it up right now. She's only around for half of it. <laughs> right. Really, right. So are, so are some of the so are some of the other ones. Um, They're cheering got, for them. You know, you got Suzanne Pedersen is 12. <laughs> What's playing in the background? You know, there? I don't know what that is. <laughs> there we go. Oh, darn. I was yeah. enjoying it. So yeah, I don't know if it's a one major, but so the number one seed is Imby Park. Number two is Yanni Sang, who really only had three years. But she she's had a really like, good three years. Man, she's just like disappeared though, right? Yeah. yeah. Stacy Lewis is third, who Brooke plays in this first round of this bracket. Lydia Ko fourth, Arya Jutanagar in fifth, Lexi Thompson sixth, um, and seventh is Jin Young Ko, who again has only been around for the last little bit. She's done a lot. She won all the awards this year, uh, number one player in the world. I don't know if what's holding Brooke back is having not been number one in the world, but Shen Shen Feng is eleventh. Wow. And Christy Kerr is tenth. Um, so I don't know. I think she's under So Young Yu is ninth. Sung Young Park is eighth. You know, her and Brooke have pretty similar stats to me, um, yeah. except for the number one ranking. Um, so, I think if Brooke plays less, she'll, she'll that's the only way she can yeah, do up the rankings. It's really, it really crazy, is. right? Yeah, it is. It's the only way to do um, it, so, I don't know. Anyway. Anyways, that's, uh, I just think she's under-seeded there in yes. that uh, bracket, but uh, well, we'll there's see. no Maybe question she's, she's one of the top players in the world. Maybe she's going to come through and, uh, and get there. I'll also note, you know, we we, never, we focus on Brooke a lot, but Elena Sharp had a good second mm-hmm. best year financially. Uh, four top tens. Still hasn't got that one uh, win. 14 years on the LPGA Tour now. And, uh, Crazy. Just, I guess, I don't know if, if there's if you can call a woman a journeyman, but she's uh, she's made a good good living out there. She's, uh, she's yes. a solid player. And she's sort of, her last few years have been her best years, actually. Right. Uh, she's worked hard. I know she's going to be, um, well, in all likelihood, right, it's going to be her and Brooke at the Olympics in Tokyo next July. Right. So I don't think that's a, any sort of a question aside from no. an injury. Right, um, exactly. But I guess it wouldn't even matter, would it? Because then not you just, really. you know, if they don't, if there's not another Canadian within striking distance, it would just be one of us. Right. One representative. So, but uh, yeah, I don't think there's anybody else that'll catch, catch that. Yeah, it'll Brooke's be a legitimate shot. Going to be a legitimate shot for a medal. Yep. Well, absolutely. Well, she was what fourth or fifth last Olympics. Yep. That's right. Um, yeah. So she's a she's a shot to win every time she tees it up. Um, yes. She's you know one of the best players on tour. Uh, I don't think anybody can deny that she has the second amount most birdies. Right. Yep. Second most birdies on the tour. She, had, uh, she lowered her stroke average again. That's the like the fifth sec- straight year I think she's lowered her stroke average. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's under seventy again, so that's pretty good for her. That's what she said. She focused, one of her goals was to get a low, get her stroke average under seventy. Right. 
Um, yeah, I think it's just you know win a few more majors and right. And, that's uh, why I think that's the one thing she has. She hasn't had terrific majors this past year. I think she would be first, disappointed. This is the first year she didn't have a top ten in a major. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a glare there too. Oh well. All right. Well, um, with that, I guess we can focus a little bit on the PGA Tour and um, the end of the season there. Um, maybe we'll do that in our next show. Is look at the huh. Canadians and see where they are at this point. Uh, we'll have a little, yeah, it's Just been a pretty, as pretty a good teaser. start. Yeah. Yeah, as, a te- as a teaser, we'll look at all the Canadians and see who's got the best year. And and also, if you could give a Christmas present to any Canadian golfer, yes. what would you there give you them? Go. That's a good one. Give them? Hmm, interesting. Uh, and with that, we'll uh, shut her down here. So yeah, um, let us know on TSN Golf and at Bob Week TSN on Twitter. That's right. Give us your thoughts on that and uh, let us know what you'd like to hear from us. And uh, with that, we'll sign off. All right. I am Run. I'm Bob. See you later.